so yeah, I'm hoping we can start kind of uh, by talking about today in terms of what your approach was and, and how everything played out for you. Yeah, that was... I think maybe my best classic effort on the World Cup to date. So that was really exciting. Um, it definitely helped that we had really awesome kick. It was, um, it was like kind of raining, and so the tracks were, um, or it wasn't really raining during the race, but beforehand, so the tracks were like nice and wet and hard, and it was just like your sort of dream clister scenario. Um, and so that was that was really really cool um, because it made it really fun for me when I feel like okay, like I've all this energy and I'm putting it down into the ski and it's translating into speed because I'm actually kicking my ski up the hill. So that was really, really cool. Um, and I was excited to just, you know, sort of dare greatly and try to stay with Yohog as long as possible just to see, you know, like just to really push it. Um, and that lasted about 6k. <laughs> not, not crazy long, but it was, uh, it was really, really fun. And, I was just excited to keep pushing it. Um, and then in the skate half, it was nice to have those girls to work with. Um, I had to keep adjusting my strategy as I realized how our glide stacked up to their glide. And so I had to sort of uh, keep changing it around. And then I, you know, played played the only card I had, tactically speaking. It didn't really work, but um, that was the only thing I could do in the situation I was in. So um, I was really proud of that. And I think... Um, I skied as smart of a race as possible. So did you feel like your, your glide was not as good as some of the other girls? And what, what was that card that you needed to play? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I like, I guess I should preface this by saying like, you're not always going to have the best skis, right? right? Like sometimes we have the best skis, sometimes other teams do. So I don't want it to sound like I'm making excuses or, you know, um, disparaging the, like crazy amazing amount of work that the techs put into it because they work so hard and skiathlon day is so stressful you have to get so many pairs of skis ready like honestly I don't know how they do it it's really incredible um that said my glide in the skate half wasn't as competitive as I needed it to be um so I realized that coming down into the stadium if I was in the front I was just gonna get trashed um, and so the only thing I could do was try to pull a slingshot move, which usually works really well for me with how I ski downhills, but it just wasn't enough today. Um, but I tried it, you know, and it was, um, it was really cool. Like going in, I was like, okay, like pretend it's the relay. Like, what would you do here? And, um, and that's just, it was really good. Like I was, I was thinking, I was adjusting on the fly and that's sort of how you need to, um, be able to be present and try to be smart. And so, um, I, I was proud of that because I definitely did what I could out there. And you're coming off of kind of a, a two week recovery break from the tour to ski and, um, a training camp in Sizeralm. Yeah, that was about, awesome. <laughs> yeah, it looked like it. Uh, can you talk a little bit about like, what does that entail? Like how, um, like a, a recovery slash training camp, like how does, how does that all work out? Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I don't sound like I've recovered very well, um, but I actually have. Um, <coughs> I'd say it's primarily recovery camp. Um, and so in my brain, I call it recovery camp instead of training camp because after such an effort as eight races in 10 days, you definitely don't want to just be like, okay, I'll just get right into training. Cause that's how you blow your season. 
um, for sure. And so for me, um, it was a lot of like, okay, like really being in tune with my body, like checking in, like, how do I feel today? How did I sleep last night? You know, like, how is this going? Like, I need to make sure I'm fueling like a lot and hydrating a lot because we're at some altitude and just really, I think the biggest thing for me is that the tour has always been a really cool and important part of my preparation, even and especially in world championship or Olympic years, because you get this huge fitness boost from it, but only if you recover. And so the biggest thing was, you know, I have to recover from this. Um, and I'm, I was really pleased because, you know, you sort of don't know until you try to race again. And I definitely felt, uh, those really positive, like, you know, you can push, you can go sort of feelings in your body, um, today. So that was a really great sign that that camp was really productive. Yeah. And can you talk a little bit about, you know, here, it seems like it's such a buzz that like, oh, the Norwegians are back and there's a full world cup field. Like, what is this going to look like? Can you talk a little bit about, like, what are the team conversations about that? Like, is that something that's, you know, discussed? Is that something that seems like a big deal? Like, how do you sort of frame all that in terms of your preparation? I mean, like, I don't prepare any differently, except you're just really aware, like, okay, here's more people flying in from different places. You don't know who they've been living with. You don't know who they've been in contact with. So from a, it's more from a COVID perspective in my mind, like, okay, like just, you know, (laughs) wear your best mask and be like extra vigilant because every time you get more teams coming back to the world cup, it's a good reminder of like, you know, it's been going well. Um, but we need to make sure it still goes well. And so for me, it's mostly just like a good, you know, every time, people come back. It's like, I'm so psyched to see them. And I'm I'm really bummed that I can't like hang out with my friends, but it's a good reminder of like, okay, we just have to be so smart and so safe and healthy. The last question I have for you is, um, you know, after, after the coming out of the tour to ski, uh, it's been really exciting to see kind of the, the bump in media coverage, um, for cross country skiing, you know, the New York times and outside magazine and all these different outlets. Um, that are, are, are recognizing that like, you know, American skiing is, is really on the rise and has been for some time now. And, um, you discussed a little bit with Jason after the tour to ski, how, you know, your, your results and, and some of this has sort of like helped you explain, expand your platform and kind of incorporate more meaningful outreach into your life as a professional skier can you talk a little bit about like, you know, since the Olympics, has it become easier to manage some of those demands in terms of like making sure that you're maintaining balance that allows you to train and recover, but also sort of like um, support those causes that you care about in a meaningful way and and still sort of engage with some of these bigger media outlets that are um, finally catching on with American skiing? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question because... <clears throat> on the one hand, suddenly everyone wants a piece of you, right? And so um, you do have more asks, you have more demands. Can you support all these different things? Can you, you know, like there's just a lot of can you do this for me, um, which is really hard because I'm someone who really struggles with saying no. Like I really, really struggle with it. Um, it's very hard for me. And it's something that I've had to work out a lot, like with my sports psych, like that's something we talk about is like, even if it's something you really care about, you can't do everything. 
because then all of a sudden you're going to get to this place uh, where you're so burned out, you realize you've never taken time for yourself. And then the causes that mean the most to you, you don't have the energy to do them well. Um, and so a lot of it is learning how to say, okay, no, I can't do all these things because I want to do this. You know, I want to speak about the Emily program and have the energy and time to devote to it to do a really good job. Um, and so that's sort of how I've had to frame it. Um, easier said than done, of course, because I still I'm such a yes person that uh, and I don't want to lose that either. You know, like you don't want to grow incredibly thick skin. Um, but that's a little bit of what you have to do. Um, but um yeah, I guess I would say it, it has been just really cool because the opportunities to speak to the things that you find so meaningful has increased and it's gotten easier to feel comfortable doing it. And even though it is sometimes, you know, it's it's sort of this equation of like, okay, energy out, but also you get energy back in because you feel so fulfilled knowing like, oh, I get to like do something that matters so much to me. And so sometimes that energy comes right back. Um, and then you just feel like it's all like, you know, you just want to do more and more and more because it's so awesome. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I answered that yeah, question no, very well, good. but yeah, that was perfect. Um, great. Well, that's all I, all I have for you, unless you have other thoughts that I didn't ask, but, um, I guess I would just say it's so cool uh, that we have, Sophia Lockley and Hunter Wonder starting their first World Cups today. That was really, really neat. Um, it's just cool to see, like, you know, every time you get fresh blood on the World Cup, like, seeing it through their eyes, like, the excitement and, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. Like, it's I love that. And it just reminds you, like, even if you've been to Lockley a million times, you're like, you see it for the first time again, you know. And so uh, I think sometimes people love to talk a lot about, like, oh, like older skiers on the team, they give so much to the team, but like the younger skiers give just as much back to us, you know? They give us that energy, that optimism, the excitement, and I love it. So it's it's going to be so fun um, in the relay tomorrow, and hopefully, you know, everyone lets me put on hand sanity and then put on, like, glitter and stuff. 